What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. If you enjoy having genuine conversation and finding a buddy to pick their brain with, you may have found the podcast for you. The goal is to have genuine conversation across the table from another person, shoot, multiple times a week if we can. And by we, I mean me, because it helps strengthen my communication skills, as well as I think it helps people when they listen to find value in conversations. Because we all know the world's been getting crazy and a lot of people are being silent, which equals violence. You know what I'm saying? Do we ever actually know what the person in front of us or next to us is really thinking about? How they feel about what's going on right now in our crazy times? And if you listen all the time, welcome back, my homie. I'm super glad to know that you're there listening. So our special guest today is Javi Herrera, a good friend of mine that we used to work out in agriculture with some experimental bullshit, which was awesome. And Javi and I have had great conversations off the show. So I love when he comes through to join us. And I think you, listener, will also enjoy his feedback and what he has to say. So hold on to your hats, folks, because we're rolling into Symbiosis Town on the Symbiosis Now train with Javi Herrera on the Symbiosis Now podcast. It's crazy that you pointed it out because honestly, like, what is it? The tell the listeners, Javi. Okay, so I'm looking at the pamphlet that all what California residents get. It's the California gubernatorial recall election. uh, What is this? It's for the recall of Gavin. The statements of all of them. Yeah. Or oh, here it is: the official voter information guide. Yeah, you guys need to check that out if you live in California, and if you if you don't, even if you don't live in California. (laughs) You gotta check this shit out. I wish that we had video for this podcast so you could see, but you just gotta check it out. Ask anyone that's a California voter to see that. What's it called again? The handbook? The official voter guide, voter information guide. Yeah, for California, the recall for Gavin Newsom. That's right now we're talking, we're in August of 2021 right now when we're talking about this shit right now. And you gotta check it out, dude. There's some crazy people in there that literally, hey man, I'll vote for him. But one guy that just like, all he said was his name, a picture of him, and it says, love you. You um, know? Yeah. Another dude that's like, it's like a MySpace looking pic. He's got shades on and it says, can you dig it? Oh, that was the best one. I'm voting I, for I, you, bro. I, that was no, what's, what's, what's so crazy though is it's funny, but it's also kind of like, this is really like, what people it, could just apply and just do this. Like I like any of us could have just done this, right? Like that's what that's what we rely on our government to just be like a popular person that we vote for. Like that's crazy to think. Dude. No, definitely, yeah. And to the fact that so many just like you don't even have a picture on some of these, and the people the statements on them is just like outrageous. Like some of, well, not to say that you can't do it, but like there was one that was just like. Uh, 
what is it? Works at Walmart, something, something. He's he sounds hardcore, but it's also like, was this just a job <sighs> like resume that he just like typed some shit in? Right. Or yeah, he just like raised in rural Minnesota, elected, got a worker for decades, rail, meat packing, currently works at Walmart, participate at trade. Sounds somewhat like he took it serious, but at the same time, it's like... But anyways, I didn't even know what gubernatorial was. And when you pointed it out, it, I had to Google it. So for everyone who doesn't know what gubernatorial is, it says relating to state governor or the office of state governor. So, Right. So it's like basically saying that this is the election for the governor of California, but it's like a super fancy way of saying it. Right. It's really weird. But this guy, for example, you brought up, check this out. You want to run for the governor of California. And this is what you're like, all right, all the voters in the voter guide for the for the new election, I'm going to put this as like the way that people will know of me and vote for me. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like. The first person. Worker for decades. Elected leader socialist worker party. Worked for decades. Rail. Meatpacking. Steel. Garment. Currently works Walmart. It's like, no disrespect. Well, fucking total disrespect because Walmart sucks ass, in my opinion. Don't spend your money there if you can. Like, you know, <laughs> it promotes a bad culture, man. But this guy, he's probably a hardworking dude and he probably do good work and shit. It's just so interesting because it's like, who would word it like that? Like, as if it's like you're in the military and you're like, yep, I'm from uh, Battalion 2, you know, or some shit like that. Right. And there's some people that are very... Uh Legit. Yeah, very legit. You could see how they word it. They explain, like, their political background or whatever specialty. This Republican gentleman running for the governor of California, Daniel Mercury. He's a Republican, right? He says, I'm paraphrasing. No, I'm literally phrasing now the last sentence is, As a patriot, I will fight to starve the government, feed the people. Yeah. (laughs) That guy sounds hard. (laughs) The next guy on the list, right below this hard dude, right? Dan Kapilovitz at the Green Party. And it just says, can you dig it? <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, some of these people, they deserve a vote. There's one gentleman in here that he recently he recently graduated from community college with a degree in political science. His continuing educational focus is government and policymaking. And he was just like, yo, I'm going to run for government. I'm going to be the governor. Fuck it. These fucking dumbasses, huh? I thought there I thought there was an age requirement. Apparently there isn't. No. Well, yeah. but That's for, good to know. But for a president, that you have to be, what, 45 or something like that? But for a governor... You know what? what 18 or what? 19? Probably like 20, 21 20? at the max, I'm sure. You know? He looks young. And he just graduated from community college. Well, I haven't yet. And I'm 27, but... I should have been by now, you know. This other guy, Adam Papagon, <laughs> he's puts love you with the you. Love you. Love you. This is a legit governmental document. What what concerns me though is that those are some of the possibilities. And a lot of people are real cynical, and I'm like, yeah, I'll vote for that guy, you know. Yeah. I don't think enough would get some of them, but just yeah, the fact of like that it's printed it, and sent to everyone's doorstep and these are the candidates in the modern time. Yeah. What concerns me even deeper is like what comes of this now that people see it as like, oh, anyone could do this if they had like a popular following or something. Mm-hmm. 
That could get really ugly. Especially with social media, the TikTokers. We could have another gubernatorial recall election in another year or two because they'd be like, no, actually we want someone else now because someone else just gained popularity. And they're like, we want this popular person to be our leader right right now for this this, uh, crisis and virus protection or whatever is going on in the state right now. Right. Like, did you hear about... Um, I don't know what state he's in, but it was this like 18, 19 year old. He was racing and he killed like a mother and a, and a child. Uh huh. And then something about like the way he looks or something, it's like getting his popularity and all this. It's like the, regardless, like he killed. You mean like how girls were like, he's cute though. It was just one night having fun and things got out of control. But it's like, yeah, but bro, he was jamming and just plowed through a a a child and a mother mother. and just killed him. And it's just like, but he's cute though. Like that kind of shit that's like so often like commented to, that's what's alarming in the long run here. Like that one, there is something big against him and in law, like, you know, it's, it doesn't matter, but just imagine, like, for governor, if you don't, if you haven't done anything so vicious, like, then you don't have anything to make you look bad unless, you know, something's found out about you or whatever the case. But if you have, like, that following or, I don't know, if it's so easy just to get a following off of looks, off of, you know, just flaunting money or showing that I could do this or have that like like one gentleman in know. this book literally put search YouTube that's all he put Jeremiah Jeremy Marinisinak Mercenak said search YouTube like I'm, just go find me out hey, there I got a following trust me that's what it's like now you gotta put put in the work I mean you definitely gotta put in the work and read through these cause seriously I mean, this th- is gonna th- be our governor there's a couple prob- there's a couple good potential candidates right there yeah but it's crazy it's like almost like is it is it rigged is that also part of this like no offense like out of all the people that applied like they were like we're gonna actually choose some pretty terrible possibilities that really don't make sense so that way the pool of someone else getting elected is much smaller and right. I might still win like mm-hmm. I don't know man I don't like to believe that election fraud is real because to me this seems like it ain't Right. Because you'd think there wouldn't be any of these type of people in there as a yeah. possibility. I mean, I guess some of them that have nothing to say, literally. Like this, you're you might be the governor of California, and you have nothing to put there in the box. Right. And I don't know. Maybe that's kind of the, in a way, like I just thought about it, like the, um, the benefit of like the you know what's supposed to be democracy is like anyone is capable of going out and you know running for whatever. True, but, yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, crazy to think. I don't know. I guess, who knows? Maybe these people aren't taking it serious. Or some of them. How about I just How about I just uh, point out the elephant in the room here? When I was looking at this document, I was high off my ass on cannabis. <laughs> and I thought I was tripping. I was like, is this real? Like, I had to be like, did we get pranked? Like, is this, this is real. This is a real yeah. document. That's all I was getting at mostly. Yeah. It's like, what happened? But no, Definitely. Like, when you showed me, I... I would have never would imagine like that would have been some of people's statements or responses to run for governor. Like even like but, if you were this was just a job uh, resume, like that's all you put. Love you, like you get the job. <laughs> like that's what's appalling to me. Can you too. dig it? Like, Can you dig it? The, the guys just look up. The manager looks up. He's like, "No one's ever been that bold in here. I can't dig it. You're hired." <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Oh no, Tuesday. 
September 14th, we'll see what happens. The gubernatorial recall election of Gavin Newsom. Got what? Three weeks, maybe? About three weeks? Honestly, I think he needs to go to... I'll say it, and I also think because of, he's such, because of him being such a hypocrite, but I also think that most people are not going to really do the best job. I think that a lot of it is so – it's foreseen that, like, the governor has so much power all of a sudden because of COVID, but before that, right. nobody gave a shit what the governor, like, really did or said much. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, like, unless it came to certain, I guess, uh, laws, you know, certain hot topics, you know, I'm sure, like – gun laws or something or but the new one covid it just like affected so many Mm -hmm. in a in a dramatic way and then to be so hypocritical and like you know have certain businesses going over others dude our country just got our our country of california just got starved out over the last year like it's kind of amazing to see that how many businesses kept going what are these you want one of these wait are they gums? No. Oh, no, never mind. All right. <laughs> They're nicotine pouches. Yeah, no, yeah. afterwards I seen it, yeah. No, no worries. Yeah. I'll give oh. you one if you want, but you <laughs> might you might have to start spitting and like, yeah. No, I'm good. I thought it was just like a gum or something. Yeah. I wish I had it for you. No, it's okay. But uh, what were you saying? Um, we were talking about the gubernatorial recall of Gavin Newsom, but honestly, there's a lot of candidates that probably could take it, but the reality is, is... No matter what, I think that there's going to be a failure of leadership because right now there's a lot of things to face. That's a big shoes to fill. And making statements like I'm going to turn everything around and stuff is kind of bold. And if you could, that'd be nice. But I think once you get into office, it doesn't work like that where you just tell this department, do this now and do this. It. I wish it, I wish it were that simple, but obviously it's easy to say that from the outside looking in that it's that simple. Right. But it's not. And we've worked for like – the government, the Cal State, a few times. It's yeah. pretty hokey in some ways. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. It's kind of like, like, what the fuck? Like, you know? There's this hierarchy of channel of command kind of thing. Where it's and like, it's super bureaucratic too, but in those layers between. Yeah, you so know? like when you're at the bottom, it's like you got to get, a, you know, depending on what you're doing, like you got to get approval from the higher ups to, you know, do certain things if it comes to like, you know, I don't know, even like simple quarantine stuff with plants, like, you can't just take someone's plan away. You have to get permission through all these things. And even then, it's like um, someone's going to be mad about you taking their tree. And, what, you know, some people just throw these, um, I don't want to say like fits, but it's just like, you, I don't know. It was like a random like kind of side topic, but like for citrus, there's a quarantine. So in L.A., they... You know they have the HLB disease that uh-huh. the ACP transmits, and so it's which these are insects, folks. They yeah. transmit a disease they, on citrus plants. Yeah, the ACP is a psyllid, and it transmits the HLB disease. And so, like in LA, they have the disease down there, and if it has the disease, you basically want to kind of rip out your tree, or else it just has the potential to transmit to other citrus trees that right. don't have it. Yeah, and so. Um, you know the government wants to protect citrus trees and other people's citrus trees but if you don't understand like the severity of it yeah the reason of having to rip out a tree and especially you know if you have like a a 20 year old tree 25 year old tree and it's just kind of like the fruits you know what it isn't what it once was like you could tell it's just like declining it's like 
you don't want to give up on it, but there's if it has the disease, it's like what's the point of maintaining it because mm-hmm. it's not gonna come back. So now you know, and it's, it's just, just gonna transfer too. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know, some people feel like it's a violation that you know why are you ripping out my tree? Like you know, it's just a firm stance, and I understand it. It's like, but. If you just put away that, like, I don't know, the government's trying to take away something from you, and it's just like, no, we're trying to protect um, the other other trees. Like, you know, yours is sick. Let us like remove it for you. And it's just like, you know, it's just a tough, uh, tough thing to do. And it's just you got to go through higher ups, and you know, it's still probably very limited. Like, I don't think the government's able to just like take something like that from you even right basic as a tree but they are gonna like if it's in a certain area i think they might uh get away with it like they'll they'll rip it out i mean it um but yeah because i think there's some instances that's why it like it triggered some people it triggers people because they're like what the fuck you're taking off my crop yeah. You know, but it's like it's one tree or a couple trees that are going to transmit beyond your field. They're going to fuck your field up. Yeah. But they're going to fuck up every other field around here, too. And in LA, it's you like know? there's not a lot of farms. So it's like, I don't know, there's, it's more of a fuss because, you know, it's just like when you have your own personal tree and it takes a long time to grow, you know, a tree. You mean like in your backyard or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it takes fucking like, you know, like my neighbors have like 30-year-old citrus trees that still produce and it's fire fruit. Yeah. But that's because it's just one tree and they water it and they probably don't even really feed it and somehow it just does really good and it's an older variety. Right. You know? Like you've had that and, you know, it's growing for 15, 20 years and it's just like, oh, those oranges or those lemons like every year. Every year. You look forward yeah. to it. But and, if, you're, and then you if it has the it, disease... And it's someone like, goes, hey, man, we found that this this disease is obviously on your plant and the bugs may be coming and transmitting it to other – the citrus block that we have right here next to you guys. Yeah. They're going to be like, no, but you can't take my tree. It's my tree. But at the same time, if I had that, I'd be like – I'd be sad, but I'd be like, all right, man. So what happens though? Do you guys take everything out of here? Can you take the wood and everything or can you leave me like right. part of the, <laughs> the trunk for just like a – but, for a safekeeping or will that transmit it too and they'd be like no we gotta take it all and I'd be like alright man it's all good right. I'm not gonna put up a fight I understand you know but, it's out of my control you right. know what I mean and if obviously if it's gonna do something to the surrounding area then I don't wanna contribute to that mm-hmm. you know I have grapes in my backyard I have almonds I have figs I know I have bugs that come in and out from my neighbor's yards that have gardens too and shit I, I know you know I have developed a little ecosystem in my backyard but other things come in from other places. All flying insects do that. And I right. think that most people don't think about insects as that they travel like quite a bit of distance every day. Yeah, they you know? fly around. Yeah. And and obviously like we walk around, we think it's similar, but it's not even the same. You can fly up and over houses like hella fast to a, like blocks away in like seconds as right. an insect. They're like the aliens of the of the world. Like, yeah. you know, I always felt like once we start me and you started working together and learn about insects I started realizing, like, they're the aliens. Like, they're the aliens of the fucking human world. Like, they're always around. They're always watching, you know? (laughs) But they're always flying around, going pretty fast. They'll go from one point to another. Like, I had these June bugs, fat mofos, coming on my my almond tree. Come out there and have a little racket for, like, uh, badminton. 
mm-hmm. and I fucking smack it down into the ground, and then it's all stunned, and then I have to pop it, you know what I mean? Or give it to the chickens, and they just fuck it up. Oh, really? They fuck it up. They fuck up any insect if I throw it in there. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But you have to... I have to like stun get, it or something. You have to get the insect, yeah. But one time it was flying around and I didn't have the, the badminton uh-huh. racket yet that has like a good surface area. I had this big boomerang that my friend gave me that I haven't used because I'm afraid to throw it because even if it comes back, I'm afraid to catch it. <laughs> I'd just run. I'd be like, ah, like yeah. imagine throwing this. It's big steel and then it's like oh, coated with plastic fuck. or whatever, but it's like heavy. But anyways, I had that in my hand and I seen it and this, this big ass Jumbo was flying around me and I bopped it out of the air and it, with with a skinny boomerang and it popped to the ground and it was like twitching and shit and then I went and put it in like I just picked it up and threw it to the chickens like you know right, right. and they were like <laughs> no, well that's good aim but yeah yeah I, it was I, a good aim though that day I don't know if I'd throw that boomerang either I'm afraid of the boomerang <laughs> I've never thrown a boomerang in general I have when I was a kid but they were like plastic so even if it came back or even if it hit a building or something it wouldn't fuck anything up this thing I'll show it to you after dude it will fuck something up. I'm afraid. Like, I'd have to be in the desert or something, I feel like. And even then, if it comes back, I'm afraid to catch it. I'm not going to be able to just grab it. It's going to probably cut my fucking hand off, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not that drastic. But it'd fuck yeah. you up. It'd give you a big old welt. Or, like, it come at you, and I feel like anyone around would just scatter, dude. We'd be like, fuck, whoever doesn't get hit right now. Like a bullet ricocheting, kind of, you know? Right, right. I'll show it to you. It's heavy, dude. Yeah. But insects is what I was talking about, and they are like aliens. They're floating around, dude. They're 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 very intelligent. They have antennas. They communicate in weird ways. They put off like obvious pheromones that humans can even smell. If you just maybe don't know what it is, but like stink bugs when they do their shit, or like we worked with moths and they put off a pheromone when they're trying to fuck. You know what I mean? And then they find each other like that. You know, and they can like antenna and like smell it with their antennas practically, like like radio frequencies. Like like sonar, but it's smell mm-hmm. and like uh, a substance in the air, a volatile, right? Like is what, what we call it. Right, right, right. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and they're always around on everything. Like they're yes. always around. They don't disappear. Even if we use pesticides and shit, like they are still somewhere. They, they find keep a way to survive. Yeah. Resistance. Yeah, they do. That too. Yeah, they actually don't die with some of and those shit. And they populate anymore. so quickly. Very like, quick. The aphids on that watermelon I was talking to you about earlier, uh-huh. like... The next day, it was just multiplied, and it was just like, damn, these fucking aphids. Even if you inoculated with ladybugs, it's like it's too late. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work like that. Like, you have to have a natural population of beneficials that need to literally grow over years. And I think that's what's happened in my backyard because I have a bunch of praying mantis that are Mm -hmm. big. I haven't sprayed much at all this year, like at all. The only thing I did was the almonds because the fucking leaf-footed bugs were in there, and I knew it, and they were fucking them up. There's little sap dripping from the almonds and shit. So that tree, but I don't even really want to eat the almonds anyways. I like it as an ornamental kind of. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird, but. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The final almond tree that ever should have been planted in California, right there in my backyard. <laughs> yeah. All these almonds. And it's shaking. shaking it's shake season. season. Yeah. The dust is real. Oof. During the fire season, it's real, dude, yeah. right now. When I came back from Phoenix on Monday, it was just. That gloominess. How that, is it out there? You don't see it out there that down south, right? You you go to through Arizona right there? Yeah, so I'll go south to like the um what is it? To LA to the ten and then take it over to Phoenix. Uh-huh. Or I'll take like a detour and go over to Hatchapi, but I'll still end up like 
hitting Redlands or something and then taking the 10 over the Phoenix. Uh-huh. So it's just like different areas of hitting LA just to avoid traffic. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I, um, but some days, like, because I'll leave on like Fridays or Saturdays. And so I'll take like little detours. Like I, I drove by, what's it like called? Lake Havasu. Oh, okay. Yeah, so check that out. Nice. So definitely like, because it's supposed to be, you know, like the party spot, nice, nice lake to go to, real big, and definitely like looks like a pretty nice spot. I, I just stopped by for, I don't know, it was like six, so I grabbed kind of like a, a, a lunch or not a lunch, a, like a dinner in a way kind yeah. of thing before I headed back to Phoenix. For sure. Or on my way to Phoenix, but yeah, it's definitely, you don't see like the gloominess out there just because it's monsoon season right now. Uh-huh. So that usually, I think, happens from July to, I think it's, like, October. So does November. it rain like hell, or does it just rain a lot, like, consistently? Yeah, it's, it could get pretty crazy. Like, some days, because they have, I want to say they're called cumulo, cumulonimbus clouds. Okay, yeah. And so they, like, you know, they're real uh, puffy, kind yes. of, and they just build and you'll just see them you throughout the... You can see the, it happening, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just see it build, and then eventually it just... Um, in the distance, like, depending on what time it is and how how heavy the water comes down or how fast, um, you could actually see, like, the actual just pouring of it. And, From a distance? Yeah. Wow. And it's pretty crazy, honestly. Like, when I'm on the 10 going to Phoenix, and I'll see it, like, north or south, like, just looking, like, left or right of me. And you'll just see, like, thick clouds of just, like, rain pouring. or And, yeah, it's not seeing it in the diff- distance. And then they have crazy, like, thunderstorms. Yeah. So. Is it high? Is it high elevation? Do you know? Um, it's high desert, I want to uh-huh. say. Yeah. So, like that area? Yeah. I think so. That makes sense. Because, like, I know, like, being, like, I've been becoming a fire lookout, right? So I'm volunteering to be a fire lookout. Some of these lookouts in, like, uh, Sequoia National Forest right there and oh, stuff. Yeah. And, and and the Kings Canyon National Forest, too, I guess. Like, they're both right next to each other. So, like, they are kind of overlap each other. But um, I know last time I was up there, you could barely see, like, more than, like, 10 miles throughout the day because of the haze. And this right. was, like, a month ago almost now, you know? What, what Before lookouts? the fires got really bad, the smoke got really bad down here. What lookouts are, did you go to? There's Buck Rock Foundation. So there's Buck Rock Lookout. And there's Park Ridge Lookout, and there's Delilah Lookout. Okay. Those are all the same Buck Rock Foundation Lookouts, so they're all yeah. tied together. And there's a bunch of others throughout the state. You've probably heard of some that burned down recently, like yeah. you know, well, the Dixie I vis- Fire. I visited one recently, and I want to say it was the Buck Rock one. The one on the rock? Yes. Yeah, the one on yeah, the rock. Right on, on the top. top of the rock. It's yeah. cabled to the rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the one. And, and it was pretty badass. cool. Like. And the foundation people were there that day, so it was like, I didn't know that just talking with them, um, that you could, you know, like how you're doing right now, you could You should volunteer. do it, Javi. I yeah. think it'd be cool because you volunteer Honestly, yeah. and you just pick up a certain amount of days throughout the year and like just be there for those days and, and you'll learn how to be a lookout. You so know? what are the I'm goals learning, for? But I'm I apparently trained and I'm, I'm able to and I'm going to start doing it on my own now. What are the know? rules for it? What do you mean? Like, do you have to take a test? Like requirements? Yeah. No, um, I think you just have to get, go through the trainings and be there for the trainings. And then, like, uh, it's like a couple days. And then you go in tower trainings a couple days, two or okay. three days, where you actually with someone else and they're teaching you how it is right now. We're just, imagining a fire smoke, like, from a distance. 
trying to pinpoint how far that is, where exactly is that? Because we're going to send resources once you find out exactly where that's at. Right. You're going to send resources to it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to even make the call on the radio until you know exactly where that smoke is at. Because if people are like, we're going to send a helicopter out there, they better know exactly where it's at. They're not going to fly around forever until they find it. Right. You know, it's a bunch of fuel. That's resources. money. Yeah, absolutely. And people. I mean, you know, and then what if there's another fire? Like there's a bunch of fires going on right now. Like they may not have enough people to look at it, you know, unless right. it's absolutely necessary. You know, if it's threatening uh, like houses and like uh, like important vegetation, but more so like communities and like actual, uh, if it's businesses, like shit. Well, some remember last fuck. year we, when we went to go visit or kind of like um, not visit, but like went up north. Camp, camp in uh, I forgot where it was. Not Reading. No, we were up there in fucking. It was uh, land. It was like left of Landers. Fucking whatever. <sighs> it was up there in in Northern California, close to the uh, coast, like maybe an hour away from the coast, inland. Yeah. But that one, like, we when we hiked one of those mountains, we literally like I you could almost like taste the smoke, like it was just you could really get it, like the smell. Oh of it. yeah, because we were hiking up too, and we, yeah. we could and feel it getting certain denser. Level, at a certain level, it was just like you smelt it bad, and so you know we turned around. But then when we came back home, coming back, we didn't even know about the what's the fire that happened right here, um, the creek fire. The creek fire that happened over here in Shaver. In yeah. Shaver, that and, shit was real, dude. And that happened that weekend. That was real, dude. And it was just like, man, that, you know, it was crazy. You know, that's so close to home. You always hear it, Northern California, San Francisco, maybe Southern a little bit, certain areas, but not so much, I'd say. But I think this year, well, we had one on the east side of the Sierras, the Inyo. And then... Bro, we've had so many fires. We it's so fucked, dude. When I go up to Sacramento... I noticed on Tuesday that it was pretty, like literally to the left going north was just like this. You could tell that smoke haze. And then to the right, it was kind of clear, kind of bluish. Like the wind, you could tell was just keeping it. I don't know where wherever it was coming from or where it was blowing, but it was just, you could tell that difference in the sky. For sure, dude. And I know like the sun was just pink or like yeah. you could barely see it some days yeah definitely know? like right now it's kind of like that too right. from the dixie fire up north it's blowing all around apparently through the north more it's blowing a lot like the smoke is covering like the whole northern part of the country apparently oh, which and one is us. it up north the dixie, dixie fire is the, the big Delilah? one the big big one no the fire the dixie fire okay that's the big fire right now that all the smoke that we're feeling down in the central valley is mostly from there's other fires but that's like the big one okay you know what was the What's when was the Delilah fire? Or was no, that was, the lookout? There was, that was that's the lookout. the lookout, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the, but last year there was the Creek Fire by Shaver Lake and that whole area right, up right, there. Right. My brother was actually got trapped right at uh, Mammoth Pools with his family and everything, and the fire traveled quick. Like the yeah. day before, everything was good, and then it traveled quick, and so they all ended up being surrounded by fire by this lake in their cars because to be outside it was too hot. And there was ashes flying everywhere. They'd like catch your hair on fire, your clothes on fire. So they were in the car. People's shit was melting in the back of their truck. They had the air conditioner on, so it was ventilating, at least like filtering the smoke. Until eventually, they sent the fucking military in there with fucking what do they call them? The Chinook helicopter, where you could load a bunch of people in there. 
and they dropped in there and loaded a bunch of people up and then did a couple trips and apparently their superiors at one point were saying no like you can't do this and they were like we're doing this we're ready to roll like you know we're down to go into danger like where they they showed footage of them flying it's called mountain strong on like cbs or abc or something it was on the news and they flew through the smoke, bro. Like, you couldn't even see. Like, it was like a suicide mission, kind of yeah. like flying into something that crazy. Like, because you're flying into oh, the yeah. smoke. The trees are hella tall. Like, right. ashes and are flying into the air. Like, pieces of tree and trunk are flying, like, 50 miles, bro. Like, my parents live, like, a good 30 to 40 to 50 miles away from this motherfucking fire. And there was chunks of ashes, like, bigger than a quarter, landing on the ground. that were no longer on fire or anything. But there are pieces that floated in the air all that distance and land all around, everywhere around them, you know? Yeah. No, it's insane, yeah, what the fires could do so quickly. Like, when I don't know if you've gone to Shaver and seen, like, the aftermath of the Only fires. part of it. Only part of it. I didn't yeah. go all the way up to Shaver even yet since. Yeah. No, it's... I've checked out Shaver, gone past, gone to... Um, there's a falls right next to Huntington Lake, basically. Ranchero uh-huh. Falls. Okay. And, yeah, like... Ranchero Falls, you don't see any damage, but going up to Huntington from Shaver, like, you see patches where it's just, like, you know, one half it survived and the other half it just burned down. Decimated. Like, just sticks, burnt sticks. The fire decided to eat that food, like, completely. Consume it. Yeah, it's like an organism, dude, like... My my brother, though, they got chinooked out of there, I guess. It was, like, on the news and shit, like... But that was traumatizing, I imagine, for him and the family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's amazing that they got saved because if not, they may have died right there next to that lake or had to get in the water and, like, who knows, bro? Like, yeah. wait for the fire to go away. Like, it doesn't work like that. It's going to burn uh, for a while, yeah. you know? And the air quality right next exactly. to the fire. That's... Like, people hate being next to the fire and be like, oh, the smoke's following me. <laughs> Smoke follows beauty, though. Like, n- but imagine a fucking whole forest on fire around yeah. you, you know? Like, you're in between it. Yeah. yeah. I, they'd only be able to survive for so long, I would think. And we're going up to Hume Lake this weekend. There's a fire off uh, down south a little more by Three Rivers right now that's breaking out and oh, burning really? pretty quick. So we're like, ah, I know it's really far away, but what if? And it's already right. smoky right now, so when we're up there, it's just going to be smoky anyways, most likely. Know you know? Okay. But we're going to be up there this weekend, but we figure because we're at Hume Lake... There's a Christian camp there, a bunch of people up there. It should be fun. Honestly, that's where people would flock to if they were running from the fire. Like that would be if, – if you can't get out and you can't evacuate in time, everyone would go to that lake. Right. So we'd have resources at some point for sure. Right. Like, you know, so we feel pretty safe about it. But generally right now, me and Allison haven't went like dispersed camping I think maybe once this year because it's like, man, we just have to listen really good if we hear sirens. And that's pretty much our best bet. Like unless we go to like the nearby – campground that's like way down the road to ask them if they've heard anything but generally like imagine being out there and you don't know what's going on the smell of the smoke's already in there right now because of other fires you might not know the difference you right. know and you might be trapped inside the fire and it'd be too late like you know that right. kind of shit really happens people die like that like you know yeah, yeah. No, definitely nature could you know all it takes is just a change in wind and it, that's all that you know that fire needs is just oxygen Dude, just, firefighters and, and all fuel, these crews, these hotshot crews and these people that land, come down and save people, man. The military that day for stepping in with the Chinooks, bro, those are heroes, bro. Yeah. They're really exercising their heroic, like, possibilities. Yeah. You Thankfully, know? they, you know, like you are saying, if the upper leadership 
was telling them no, like, thankfully they went through with it because, you know, who knows who could have died. Like these pair crews and these hotshot crews that go and they, like, manually cut fucking paths to make sure that this fire doesn't go beyond that break, yeah. you know, hopefully. And they do it manually and backpack way the fuck in there with a bunch of smoke nearby and everything, mm-hmm. and they do it, bro. Yeah. Like, I got a buddy right now that works with me at Ace that he's doing that at the college right now, and he's all into it. I think he's gung-ho. He's going to do it. He's going to handle it, and he's going to become a leader, I think, too. He's fucking good. He'll be all ripped and shit, I told him. Because you have to be physically fit to do that shit. Oh, hell you, yeah. you, you literally demands that of you, and people that don't make it, it's because they can't physically do it. You know, There's right. no fat guy on the crew, like you know, whatever you want right. to call it, really. You know? And that shit's mind-blowing that people get paid probably pretty good, but damn, not good enough in my opinion anyways right. because those are true heroes, man. Definitely. You know, they really do shit. And if I wasn't 27 if I would have started, like, if I would have been out of high school and been like, you know what, I kind of think I want to do this, and 10 years of my best years are not work, knocked off my life, I'd be down. You yeah. know, I thought about it over the last year or two, but then I talked to some friends and they're like, bro, but you're getting old. And I was like, fuck you, I'm only 26 <laughs> yeah, or 27. Man. They're like, yeah, but dude – like 10 years of your best years in your life, I was like, you're right. And I wasted it trying to work for other people's dreams a lot of the time. Right. You know? Well, trying really hard to, like, help, but it was really just to, like, help that restaurant sell more shit tonight and have no problems with the customers. Right. It was just really to to make sure that the people on my team don't fucking try to burn me at the stake for trying to stick up for them, but then them getting mad that I said what they said or some weird shit just for so long trying to make more sales for a certain company, trying to do this and that so much to where it was like, man, why am I not doing something that I guess that actually is appreciated and also actually is for a goal that I really think is bigger. But I don't have a plan, you know. Mm -hmm. I think my niche has kind of been this, is to fit into a lot of roles and have conversations with people and bullshit, but also get work done because most of us, that's what we're trying to do. Like, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to the people that are down to still work too during a pandemic and still be in the thick of it every day because I'm, you know, what if 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 you're just gonna sit at home and collect a governmental check, that's cool, but someone else will take the job and then when things go away, all these people will most likely still have jobs, you know what I mean? Or have a resume, you know, for the last couple of years of their life. And I think about just being involved in it. Like I have to still be here to the last day. The machine don't stop. We've we've learned that over the last year. Right. doesn't matter what the fuck happened. Even if a comet just obliterated half the planet, there'd be some crazy bureaucracy and it'd be of, of the hierarchy said to do this and then down to the peasants and back up to the leaders and then they go, oh, well, fuck those guys. They can go find out how the world's blown up over there and send them over there because they're prisoners and, you know, because they think differently. It wouldn't even be about being racist anymore. Maybe it'd be about like, oh, no, they're going to overthrow us, like, and we're trying to rebuild society again. Like, you know, we'll imprison them people and put them on Australia like they did, you know, or something, you know. Uh, yeah, Australia is still on lockdown, huh? That, that's nuts over there. Yeah, and I think it's kind of crazy because, like, from what I've heard, but I don't, like, listen to a lot of things, but apparently, like, they don't have that many cases, but they want it right. gone. They want it gone, and I get that, you know. Right. But I think but, some people are over it because they don't want to be locked down anymore. That's like an overreach of government, in my opinion, to lock yeah. them down that hard. But the problem is what we see in the United States. No one takes it seriously enough. Literally, everyone just forgot. Like, you know, even like people that are really unhealthy, I'm going to say it, real unhealthy by even just looking at them, but they got the shot in the arm and they feel like they're good. They don't need to, they don't need to even 
you know, distance themselves from you at all. They'll just be all up in your shit talking about this and <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. No, I just have a cold. I got the shot like two months ago. I'm good. Like, you know, did you get the shot? Like, you know, and it's just so alarming because apparently you can still spread it even if you got the vaccine but then I see people that are super unhealthy and they just feel so bold and noble about it you know? well I want to say today but I think that it's a good thing to get vaccinated I'm not against vaccines right. bro you know right no I understand you know the purpose in them and all that and you know I've been vaccinated for other things like Absolutely. when I was a child we all have, yeah. like the you know we had to get the flu vaccine if you went uh, to public school you literally had to right like we had to yeah, it's a normal thing of our society to get yeah. vaccinated for shit. And yeah, and it's like, sadly, it is like a normal thing in our society. Like we've had, I, I don't know if um, if you remember, we had like uh, the yellow cards for the vaccination. It's like we had those for school. It was like you were supposed to present them. I think for uh, what was it for Fresno State? They asked for it, but right. Honestly, I just never presented it. Right. Just because I personally, I lost it so that. I just had to go to the doctors and get the immunization records and stuff, but they never like really pursued anything. But now they're, um, you you know you have to provide at least your COVID vaccination status. Mm-hmm. I know um, Arizona's they're recommending it because I was looking at U of A, uh, University of Arizona, uh-huh. and so over there they're saying that they recommend it. They're like pushing you know get the vaccine, but it's not required. Right, it's not mandatory. Right. Yeah. I think that's what also turns people off when they hear that word. It makes people go, uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all, personally. What? But saying something's mandatory, oh, you know right, what I mean? Right, at right. all. Throughout this whole thing, we gave too much power to people that are failing us. If they were, it, it, there was a lot of success from a lot of these routes that people were trying to teach us, which wasn't really about public health really at all. It was right. about like making sure you sanitize and buy all these products to extra clean and distance yourself but wear a mask but then only wear it here or there or no it doesn't really matter oh but businesses have to be outside if they serve food or no they can be inside too the virus is not contracted on the food like oh maybe it is like every five days the information changes mm-hmm. it makes i think anyone skeptical and weary at well, a certain point today you know? they um because I, I i feel like this happens so fast we're at a point where it's like, why are we in such a fucking hurry? Like, I get it because people want it yeah. behind us, but it's not going to go away. It's like oh, the yeah. flu shot. It's going to have to become a thing now. Yeah. And definitely. I can accept that this is a part of our world now. where We're probably going to have to wear masks in and out. It's going to be like the weather. Like, where they'll be like, oh, high COVID activity this month. So everyone's got to, you know, remember to mask social up. distance and mask up this month. You know what I mean? It might be like that, you know, even right. if you're vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to accept that at this point. But I think a lot of people aren't because they think it's just going to go away. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to just get the shot right away, get another one, get the booster. My concern is too, and I'm not trying to provide misinformation. This is just my honest skepticism and my concern is that with vaccinations, like the ones you and I have received our whole life when we were kids or whatever it was, um, I even got tetanus shots and I got weird, you know, whatever, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, got my rabies shot, you know what I mean? All those things. And, <laughs> and uh, I feel though that. When you get like some a vaccine for like the chicken pox, for example, or something, that means you don't get it. Doesn't mean that you pass it on. Mm-hmm. Your body has became a little immune to it enough to withstand if it came in contact with it. You'd already fought it off. You won't get it. Yeah, your body recognizes like a one and done. That's what it is, and that's right. what it was, and that's what all vaccines. But my concern is, is if this vaccine didn't do that, because it still could get people. People could still get sick after they gotten it. 
because I know people now at this right. point. It's not that it's something that I've heard. I know people that have gotten the vaccine within the last month or less or so or more, and they're recently now getting getting it and then testing positive for it and keeping them from being able to go to work or go to school or whatever, you know. So it's really strange. Then it also is clearly apparently the CDC saying that it's you can still transmit it, so you probably still wear a mask within closed quarters indoors, and then yeah. state buildings right now for sure, mm-hmm. you know, when you're indoors. Not outdoors. I'm glad that that's not a thing anymore because that's too much for people to have to do, especially in the outdoors. heat. Oh. And because generally it's not transmittable outside apparently because right. of it being outside. Unless you're really tucked close together, you're not breathing on each other. There's wind. There's light that kills it too apparently. The mm-hmm. sunlight like and UV, yeah, light. UV light. Yeah. yeah. Which is super interesting because a year ago, a year and a half ago, we didn't know all that. You know what I mean? We found right. out a lot. We're worldwide. spraying down the ATVs con- every time, constantly. Yeah, we yeah. clean everything. The door handles on the way out. Like, yeah. you know, you know, you name it. And honestly, we've gotten through this. But all I'm saying that is I thought that a vaccine was like a shot and then that's it. Like, right. you're, you're immune now. You built immunity. You at least don't transmit it anymore, too. But... Or if you got it, it'd be really mild, but like that's not what we have. Now we have a booster now too because it's mutating. Right. But is it mutating because we're fucking with it and we didn't actually succeed at cutting it off? Right. Like stomping it in its tracks because now it's too far gone anyways. Yeah, if it's a, um, what is it, a modified um, disease from from the lab, if it is, then it's like if, if it's supposed to spread, why wouldn't it? be able to mutate naturally out you know in the natural ecosystem right? and it was before right because we right. heard about it like even a year ago like in like august we heard about a variant in india we heard about a variant in europe uh-huh. and then now it's come way down the pipe now where we're only talking about one variant only you know right maybe that's the one that has now really gotten stronger the secondary version of it or whatever you know mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i i've thought about the same thing or figured the same thing in like the vaccine it's like it should be in that case but like with the flu shots you know every year it's like oh get your flu shot so the basis behind that is like oh it mutates so that's why you know they wanted you to get the flu shot you know i i want to say it was what every year or every two years i get what you mean though like because they might they're gauging on what it might be the variant of the flu might be this season right and they're injecting you with it, so you build immunity to it. So in case you come across it, you flack it off and you don't transmit it or whatever anymore. But I don't know. That's why they don't call it a flu vaccine, right? It's a flu shot because it's like, eh, you know, it's not a for sure thing. It's not a one and done right. blanket well, that, because it can't really work like that, I think, at a certain level of virus or bacterial thing or whatever, I guess, right. what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's not that I'm no. being picky and saying, oh, it shouldn't be like that. I'm saying that. It's really interesting because it's really deep science that I'm totally underqualified to really understand completely. And I think everyone mostly right. is no, in our country is. right now and they're bickering at each other like they know. Yeah. But I'm just being skeptical thinking like I don't know much. But from what I've learned and what I've heard and then I've heard from people around me that have gotten it, I've gotten it apparently. You know, I'm trying to piece it all together and I'm not really in a hurry because every five days it's some other thing Changes, I hear yeah. that my mom even is telling me, don't get that because it's giving kids this. And then next week they're like, maybe you should get it. It's like, fuck, dude, don't do this to me because I don't want to second guess it. I just want to go into it and be, you know, be cool. Yeah. But right now I'm doing my thing. I work out every morning. I take my vitamins. I eat pretty fucking healthy. I'm, I feel like I'm actually physically in the best shape of probably of my life right now. That's good. Dude, because of all this stuff made me take my shits more seriously, right, right. you know, and and I've been blessed in a lot of ways too, you know, but that's good. Yeah. But, and I hope that for everybody, 
but I'm just concerned that like, what if we're also encouraging a further mutation? Because vaccines right. to us are like holy, like that's like the the last resource we can throw at it, hopefully to cap it off, to stop it from continuing to mutate. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But so all I'm saying, in a way, too, is it is it technically a vaccine? Then right. why why don't they just call it the COVID shot? I think it'd make people less weary too. Yeah. The word vaccine and exactly. mandatory vaccinations sounds like some shit out of a comic book that nobody likes to hear when the evil guys got out and started doing weird shit. Right. Which the pharmaceutical companies are doing at this point, but it's hard to deviate, and especially when we're talking public health and something that traumatized people so hard, we only want to look at it like a scary situation and tell me what to do, right. please, because I'm afraid. But we also have to remember that we can't be too gullible to just eat up everything every week, knowing that next week my, our opinion may change. You know, mm-hmm. definitely, things. Um, yeah, definitely. That everything is changing just so dramatically, like every week, and. Yeah, uh, like you were saying, it was just, why not call it just a COVID shot, then it's, and not make it mandatory over things. And promote it in a certain positive manner that like, we're doing this for the overall, there Um, may be side effects, there may be reasons that it maybe doesn't 100% work, but really trying to cap this, the scientists give us a go on this, as long as you're eating healthy, in a combination with this, this should be okay, and we're going to get it to the certain people first. And then we're going to get it to the, whoever else needs it after that. And especially in the United States of America, everyone should have it available. And I think right now it pretty much is. But I know that there was other countries that were getting it first and stuff, which also makes me feel like who – is it just always the highest bidder that gets things first and then yeah. gets secondary? And then when they run out of resources, when you have one dose, but oh no, they don't have the second dose in yet. So like dang, now we have to wait. What also alarms me is not having a system for this. Like mm-hmm. you could show your card physically. But there's no like database to be like that's, Javi got it at CVS on this date, this vial. Right, and you know, that's I, something that's saying. yeah, that's really uh, astonished me because um, so with uh, in October there's this festival called Aftershock that normally happens. Oh, okay, Last year yeah, yeah. it didn't happen. This year it's supposed to, but um, so they recently announced like a week ago that you have to provide your vaccination card or a negative COVID test. So... Which is done right there, or not? Obviously not. You have not. to get it um, 48 hours prior to it. So to say, like scan it and send it to them, to like an email or that's something. That's where, well, um, yeah, I'm assuming it's, yeah, you provide some sort of verification that you got a test and provide it to them. So by the email or you show them, you know, like your test result and you got to show your ID so it verifies. But it's like, because I looked at the like the questions asked, and it's like if you lose your vaccination card, it says then you could just provide a, co- a negative test. But some people that are vaccinated can still provide a positive COVID test. And, apparently, that's and what that's I'm hearing the, too. That's the thing that really gets at me because it's like if you're gonna make the unvaccinated have to get a test, instead of just say oh show proof of this card that you got a shot, you know, that you could still possibly walk in and transmit with this disease. Um, you know, instead if, instead of just show the card or this negative test, like everyone should show the negative test, if anything. Like that card's not doing anything. Like the shot's not 
you know, people are able to contract it. So. And most likely out there with so many people being packed around each other and just breathing on each other, there's going to be a lot of transmission. I thought that's what everyone was worried about. But I also see that like businesses and things that make a lot of money, bro, in general too, it pays bands, it pays, it's yeah. a huge economic booster. It no, matters. Fest- yeah. But festivals are huge. I mean, freaking 10, $15 beers. Like, the vendors there, yeah, they're making money. It's a seriously, a serious economic stimulus. Like right. it, it booms, dude. Right. You know? And everyone enjoys music, you know, like. And everyone's itching to get back out there and yeah. do it again. So to gate people at this point, it creates animosity of itself and it right. creates distrust. And I think that obviously anyone that has ever studied even psychology at the minimalist knows that, that that's what happens to people. Like, you know, when you suppress the fucking being who you are too much, you get antsy. You want to get out of the cage. You know? right, You're like, right, fuck, right. i got to stretch my legs. Like, you don't mm-hmm. put a lion in a cage. You don't <laughs> yeah. put a uh, fucking anything, really, that's a wild animal in a cage because they'll be fucking crazy when they come out that motherfucker. Yeah. Even dogs that people have sometimes, they put them in a kennel all the time, and then they come out, and they're fucking crazy, tearing up everything, pooping and running around and doing crazy shit, right. you know? But, but, yeah, it's just, like, the... I mean, Lollapalooza over in Chicago, I want to say, had... It, it wasn't considered a widespreading event. It's uh-huh. something super that I Super spreading event. A super spreader. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't considered. But look at the UFC fights, bro. They're stadiums packed with people. Right. And so it's like they're not... Um, they're not shutting them down because they're stimulating enough and they're pushing their money out, you know, in other directions to where it's like it's making people happy enough to that the money's rolling. And so it's just like why limit it um oh why why limit it to just the vaccinated cuz there was one uh I forget the company they put on like Coachella or something and they said that you have to provide vaccination like you can't get a covid test a negative covid test like you just have to show this card at the event or before um i don't, I don't know what the rules were but yeah. but there's no database like there should be just like you that all these businesses can just log into and it'd be public information or some shit at this point even though it shouldn't be because it, it all these there's so many laws that are against mandatory vaccinations too like if you really want to get it constitutionally there's like too much shit but i don't want to get into it mm-hmm. that's why i also am like what the fuck bro you can't be yeah. using that terminology and shit but it's crazy because there's so much room for fraud and i thought everyone was so worried about fraud within the last year because yeah. they fucking almost started a civil war over it and now you people know? are trying to get vaccine fake vaccination yeah cards. the same people probably often you know because they don't want to get vaccinated now even though back then they were like call it the trump vaccine like we'll take it and then all of a sudden they're like oh no biden's in control now we're not gonna take it they tampered with it they put adrenochrome in there like you know so, yeah <laughs> yeah it's just i don't know it's it's crazy it's I don't mean to like, say they, but, like, you get what I'm saying. I'm sure the listener understands, too. Yeah, like, it's just hypocritical about whoever is just, do this, you have to do this, or do that. Never mind, now we just want this, or go back to doing it like this now. It's just so much room for fraud. Like, people can fraud their identity and get paid in the country, you know what I mean? Like, let alone, you think a Vax card that has no system to it even, like, right. you know? And, and the other system we're talking about, Social Security and stuff, is like a money business. Like, it's a thing. It's a business. Like, you're supposed to pay taxes and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if there's loopholes around that, which is and apparently super serious, yeah. then how the fuck do you think a vaccine card that's just a printout and, like, you know, writ- written on there and shit, like, just saying, it could, I get the idea. It could be easily forged, you know right. what I mean? And it, it kind of alarms me, but I don't really want there to be a system. Trust me. I don't want there to be no fucking system. I think this has gone way too far, but... 
I think that if they're that serious about it, they should just have that. So that, that way it can actually make legitimate statistics based off it too, saying that this many people actually got these shots by this time. Because right now it's like, it's all just, it's not, when people think, I think most folks when they watch news or something and they start throwing around statistics real quick, I think they think that those are incredibly accurate because of the people that are saying that. They trust. you. They trust because they feel like their authority to say this. But most of the time, those those statistics you'll literally watch change over the week, even. Right. And you'll see that it's it, it all just depends on the way you throw numbers around. I took st- I took statistics in gym- community college. Can you tell by the way I talk? I'm dumb, <laughs> and I know that. You know, you can bend numbers and statistics in the right. in your favor for research for yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we've definitely seen a lot. But when people start throwing around and then they justify their decision based off that, but then next week it changes, that's a lot going on. And I get why people will be fearful to get the vaccination too on that end. I don't know. I don't want there to be a system where you can just like plug in and see exactly who got vaccinated. But I also don't know where these numbers and these statistics are coming from if they don't have a legitimate system like that. Because there's also a lot of undocumented people in the country that that's not including. You know, people will be like, well, yeah, well, they shouldn't be counted anyways. And it's like, what are you talking about? Of, those are human beings that are here. We don't have an accurate census on this. Mm-hmm. Literally, they do this the the census every ten years. You know, or the, is yeah. it the consensus or the census or whatever? Every ten yeah. years, and how accurate is that? Yeah, you know, right. how many people will be like, "Dang, we have like twenty peeps up in this house," but I'm right eight. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's all. I, those are the only ones that are documented. Like, and it is what it is. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not shaming it. I think it's real. It's literally real. Am I going to reject it like as if it's not real? I live all around it, you know. But that being said, our numbers are skewed from that too, let Mm -hmm. alone now vaccinations in there. Coming out with this hot data real quick, you know. Like when I got COVID, I called the doctor and they just said, yeah, just quarantine um, and don't get another test because if you do, it'll keep increasing positive results. And we don't really want that because you're going to be carrying and shedding the virus for months. And then now we hear that the vaccine, it's kind of the same. You're still carrying and shedding and transmitting the virus for some time. And I'm not trying to be misinformative if this changes and shit. I'm saying right now, on August 18th, 2021, these are the information that we kind of have. And it's it's hard to navigate. And if I feel that I'm not totally dumb, I'm decently intelligent, I know that most folks that are average like me, it's very difficult to understand right. all of what's going on. And it sounds like a lot of these people that we think are the doctors in charge and they don't really sound very um, good at – they don't really sound very um, convincing sometimes or they just sound way too convincing with not enough evidence to back it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's alarming. It's one or the other almost, you know. No one's actually on the air going, hey, man, we got to talk about public health. You know what I mean? Right. Don't even, maybe don't even bring up COVID. Be like, we're talking about maximum immunity to most things. If Get we healthy. eat this stuff. And then, I don't know, man. But that's on every Everyone individual person to do on themselves. their own to make those decisions for themselves. And everyone just that being that said, shot. though, someone, someone, each person should have the individual decision to either get a shot or wear a mask or all that, too. Right. But I get why people will be like, no, you can't do that because you're going to get everyone sick. But by now, dude, most people have gotten it. Like, I'm not trying to be dumb about this. I'm saying most people, whether they knew it or not, have already got it. It's went through the population. Like, what, you think that you're the one person maybe sitting down listening to this right now that just, nope, I haven't gotten it for sure. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't get a test in between. Maybe you kicked it real quick, but it went through you. It touched you. You came into contact at some point by now, for sure. Unless you've literally been just 
in your house the whole time, which please go outside and get some sun. Though. Even <laughs> yeah. if you don't be around people, go outside, go outside and get some outside. sun. Yeah. yeah. But no, I know what you mean. It's yeah. definitely, I mean, there's, when I drive to Arizona, it says like, join, uh, you know, do your, your sh- shot or do your job, get vaccinated, join the, Stop COVID now. I think it says 3.2 million or 4 point something. I can't remember what the last number is. The death toll is just like a pack no, of cigarettes. No, it's saying vaccinated. Oh, oh okay. It's a, so it's, it's saying join thing. them. It's I get you. A, but Like the McDonald's uh, thing, like how many people they've served and it's like tapped out. Most most McDonald's are tapped out at like 999 million or whatever. Because yeah, <laughs> it just goes just up constantly nuts. throughout the day. It's like that for COVID vaccinations right now. They're like, yeah, we got them f- drive through. You know yeah. what I mean? Seriously. I mean, yeah. I see at Walmart, it's like walk in, you could get your shot then, right then and there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it seems like it's out available now. But I mean, it, I don't know. It was just weird because I want to say today is when Biden announced that uh, the booster, uh-huh. saying the, the booster part of it is going to be available in like September. And I don't know, it was just, like, weird watching it, kind of listening to it. Was it? Yeah. I mean, it was just saying, like, okay, September, get you could get the booster. Then they're going to donate, like, all these other vaccine, extra vaccines to other countries. And then, but it was just, like, the timetables of it. It's like, I don't know. It, if you're pushing for unvaccinated to still get vaccinated then why is it taking so long to donate these extra vaccines? Like, if there's there's obviously a surplus, and if the booster, I don't know what the booster is, I'm not, like, some high-end scientist, but yeah, is it, like, is because I'm assuming the first shot and the second shot are similar, right? Yeah, they or, have to, it has to, like, complement it somehow, like, to give you, like, an extra boost. Right, so the third one would have to be something, I mean... I don't know, do you have to have the first and second in order to get that third? Mm-hmm. Or can you, you know, I don't know how that works, but it's just weird. And it is like weird, bro. The, the times of things, and it's like... And then, like you said about Biden, though, like, I'm not trying to trash him too hard, but anything that he says is kind of hard to follow because he trails off and he mumbles and mm-hmm. he's old, man, he you know? And, like, I'm not trying to make fun of him as much as, like, kind of, because it's like, man, you're the president of the United States, man. You should be able to run right now and fucking debate anybody right now and go at them hard. Right. You know, like, and you're on fucking Adderall or something right now, like, you know. But at the same time, I do think he did a good – he made a good decision by finally getting us out of the fucking Middle East right there, out of, out of Afghanistan. Because I feel that a month ago, bro, most people – Definitely before a year ago, most people wanted out of that war. Right. Like I don't, I didn't know anyone that kind of disagreed. They had family right. members that even they were in the military. They're like, yeah, we need to get out of there though. Like Definitely. you know. No, and watching that, like, because I watched that one too, where he talked about his uh, just staying firm on that, on his stance of just staying out of the war. And I agree. Like I think a month ago, majority of Americans would agree. Like we just need to get out of this war already, but. I also think that the way it happened was definitely poorly done. Like, it was. You, I don't know, them saying that they thought of every possibility and... 20 years though, Javi. 20 years yeah. and billions of dollars that taxpayers paid thinking that we're making a dent in it at least. Right. In my opinion, it doesn't matter it like just, if, if Biden took over and Trump had it on lock even if people want to go that far and exaggerate. 
the reality is, is we spent 20 fucking years right. trying to establish something and help somehow. And literally within a few days or weeks, it everything just, is everything completely crumbled. crumbled. Yeah. It to me says that nothing was actually really being Done. accomplished. And maybe it's because it's really not plausible. It's really difficult well, right. to do so like it is. Afghanistan, China, and dude, there's only a few countries in the world that have always uphold their fucking regime, like their fucking way of doing things. They will not be conquered, you know? There's a mm-hmm. reasons why. Right. And and honestly, I kind of think also it was clearly a big money maker because war always is. Right. And a lot of these companies that were American maybe or whatever, they're serious industrial companies making helicopters, tanks, fucking guns, whatever, and supplying it also to this country. But when we pull out, they just get to have all that. That's literally like you just made business, gave weapons to apparently what we say are like the demons, the devils, and the bad guys, you know. And you just get – like they just have all that? Like right. no, the whole time they should have had this on lock more and they shouldn't have wasted so much money for so long doing something that was either not possible or not doing at all what they said they were doing there. It's right. one of the fucking other. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I kind of lean towards the second because I kind of think that we were definitely there originally for retaliation one. from 9-11. 9/11 but they right. could have handled that and they didn't. Then all of a sudden we became in Iraq. Now it's all the Middle East. Now everyone's involved now. And now we're seeing on the news soldiers guarding like poppy fields and shit. And we know oil, a lot of oil comes from there. And our gas prices are fluctuating, but sometimes they're good if we got a Republican president. Like, you know what I mean? It's fucking strange. And what are Republicans generally notoriously backed by? The fucking fuel companies, the the, the petroleum, everything, you know? So to me, it's not far-fetched. It's not even conspiracy. It's literally war makes money. They learned that in the fucking – they learned that a long time ago, but they definitely learned it in the early 1900s with World War One and World War II. Mm-hmm. That's how America got involved in World War II is because they were supplying shit to the, to the fucking allies, but they weren't in the war. They were just making a bunch of shit for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, until we got attacked, then it was like, okay. Yeah, no. oh, you guys think you're not in? Oh, but you're just giving them hella weapons and shit? You're right. in, bitch. Like, you know, yeah. it was like that. Like, you know, and then we had to come and save the day, as the story goes. But really, we were facilitating – a world war right. as a country making money off of it. Is it so shocking to think that that happened in Vietnam? Is it so shocking to think the same thing happened in, in Afghanistan and Iraq? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was the Vietnam of our time. Yeah. All I knew growing up from literally age like seven was 9-11 and we're in Afghanistan and all this random propaganda to get a super patriotic and American as fuck, drink beer, you know, make fun of how redneck you are. Like, you know, I grew up in that era too, you know? Yeah. And it's super interesting to see now that it almost fits perfectly like a puzzle where in 2020 everything ramped up to the most patriotic, practically nationalistic uh, societal uprising since fucking ever in the country. You know what I mean? It's strange to watch it all play out. And honestly, we should have never been over there other than maybe getting the retaliation or killing the leader that apparently attacked us or whatever. And the United States having apparently the best military in the fucking world definitely could achieve that. I think they're just kind of like they're drone blowing up certain shit. They're bombing certain areas. They're shooting certain people. But really these men are on goose chases and they're dying for capital gain that right. most of the soldiers don't even see the profits of or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, It's fucking horrifying. To hear stories from some people that I know that have been veterans, and I can barely speak on it, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, uh, I'm in the same boat. Like, 
I'm not a veteran, but definitely talked with some veterans. And it's like, yeah, you could only imagine if you aren't a veteran and didn't put in time in the recent two decades, like how you feel about that time that you spent. Yeah. Like, and especially if, you know, if you've done some more serious, uh, you know, things in the war. Like if they were on the ground and like they right. came back and like now they saw that this all went to shit. I could see them, a veteran being very upset that, man, they just took it all back. I fucking saw my friends die. Like right. I fucking exactly. killed people. Like, you know, but at the same time, I think even them, most people I've ever talked to that have been veterans. And like I said, I'm, I'm not really qualified to talk about it, but I know what I've experienced talking to veterans that I've grown up with or knew. They would tell me that they agree that we need to fucking get the fuck out of there and that they don't really trust their own fucking government, you know? Yeah. And these are guys that, you know, you'd think they they would agree, but in a way they know even that it's corrupt, even if they'll still like be like, you don't fuck with the flag and become super patriotic, even in the background, they don't trust their own government anyways, you know? So it's yeah. like a dangerous like mix, like gasoline and fire. Like, you know, you, you don't trust your government, but you're willing to like literally put your life on the line, almost die for it. It's a very contradicting thing that happens. But that's the propaganda po- component here, just like in Vietnam. It's it's so similar. It's ugly, you know. And honestly, I know that we were trying to get out for a long time. Remember Obama ran on that platform. Bush sure as fuck didn't. And Tr- Trump ran on that platform to, mm-hmm. to get us out, you know. And it was probably a product of long doing of that. But if, if we were lo- slowly pulling out over these years then, like apparently was happening, why would it just go away just like that? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? To me, it was like there was not actually an establishment. There was no control really gained. Some planning in it. like. And there's way too many enemies that you apparently had no yeah. idea were there. You know, apparently you just didn't yeah. know they were there. Like, you know, that many people, that many Taliban, you know, enemies, quote unquote. That, yeah. And then for us to think about how that part of the world even views the United States too. Like a lot of kids, all they knew is that these guys are just riding around, bombing shit. I might blow up today from a a missile that just drops from the sky. I heard from my cousin, told me the story where he saw his whole family just blow up, like his home's gone. Like, you know, we can't even empathize with that, really. And I don't, and I know that, like, we say, like, oh, but they're the enemy. But it's like, dude, a lot of those people aren't. Just like over here, if we got attacked, a lot of us don't want to fight fucking China or fucking Russians. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to fight against no China uh, person from China or from Russia. I'd be terrified if I got drafted and I had, we had to go to war with oh, someone that is much, much more propagandated than I am right. to fight for their country and die for it, smiling, you know, because it's nobility and shit. I have, I'm, I can't compare to that. And I know I'm speaking on behalf of most average men, probably. We feel the same way. There's some people that are like, fuck it, man, I'll do it. And it's like, yeah, you go, bro, but you are the few, you know. And it's ta- it's very um, terrifying to think that we want to get into those kind of those kind of wars. And now that we're out of this war in Afghanistan, what's the next war that will be of our time? Because it right. doesn't stop. No. What's the next target? There's always a break. Is it back at home now? Is it domestic terrorism mm-hmm. now? Are all those resources now going to go to domestic terrorism, and we all just go to fucking jail? Lockdowns. Yeah. And only certain people have like a pass, like a hall pass, where they can actually drive around and keep doing whatever they're doing. But a lot of the population is just imprisoned. Yeah. You know. Or you only, or you're restricted from enjoying society, like it was once was. Oh no, it's just like it's like out of a book, bro. There's like books written about this, like a hundred years ago or plus, like where people just predicted like the future being so like numbing to where no one knows how to feel anything anymore, and they go to like 
movie theaters and it's like instead of watching something it makes them feel things again because they're so numb from everything and i feel like that sometimes everything's so much coming at you so much information all day it's really like uh something to keep up with it you know and not lose your mind kind of yeah it can get very overwhelming yeah i could see people get overwhelmed throughout the day and i'll talk about some of the stuff like at work or something and some people are like Yeah, I don't know, man. Like that, we don't. They don't want to talk about it anymore because it's it. like I don't want to get into it. My mind's gonna get depressed. But I'll be like, nah, bro. It's not sad though. It just needs to be talked about. Some of these things because we have to accept that's part of our reality. Some things. Right. I'm not. I'm not. Not everything. Sometimes I'm just a loud mouth. But. But yeah, definitely talking about things just help because I, I'm. I know with myself, like I'll think one thing, and then once I say it to someone, it's like, uh, that sounded kind of dumb. Like. Yeah. I didn't mean it just like that. And then you think about, okay, what did you mean by that? And it's like, okay, well, it's it, more like this or something. Like, It's kind of like saying dumb things sometimes makes you more intelligent unless you're just focused on saying dumb things. But generally, like if you say something that doesn't really make sense and then someone else is there to like not correct you but maybe build upon or help you shape the what you're trying to say. Right, because no one wants to Then you piece dumb. together what you actually mean, you know, yeah. you know. No one wants to sound dumb. So it's like once you – if you recognize that you say something that doesn't make sense, it's like you would either one, like just not say that again, or you try and correct yourself in some way. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, definitely. And right now in society, like I feel like partially my niche is not to get in anybody's business, but also not necessarily enable certain behavior that's directly around me. Like, you know, like if someone comes up around me and I'm at the grocery store or if I'm at work even, like if some uh, unhealthy looking pool, and I, I'm not trying to just be like that person looks unhealthy. Like everyone listening right now knows what I mean. Like the people of Walmart status, like people that are just like <sighs> they look unhealthy from the looks of it. Maybe they're not even big. They just look like dang. They're like tweaker. Like you know, they're all fucked up. They don't have a good health right now, and that's okay. What I'm saying is, if they come up and they're all up in your personal space, all close, laughing and breathing all weird and sniffly and not wearing a mask, and maybe I don't even know if they're vaccinated. It doesn't even matter. It's just like what the fuck. Not cool. It makes me take a step back. Right. And then people that that person usually will step in further, and I'll kind of step take a step back and look at like, hey man. Like, I'm not trying to be weird, but, like, just give me a little space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if I'm at the grocery store, I'll see someone come around the aisle all of a sudden, and I see that, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, and I'm kind of trying to be a little bit shitty and make fun of someone, too, though, because it's like, you feel good about just, this is still happening around us. And I get that we can act oblivious at a certain point, but when the general population is traumatized from this at this point, we cling to mask a lot of the time, or we're just willing to put it on at any time. We are now like traumatized and we feel that we know what gives us a sense of security. Kind of like putting on a helmet before you ride a motorcycle or something. It gives you a sense of security. You're still on the motorcycle either way. Yeah, but if you, you fall off, you won't crack up. your head as much, yeah. you know, and then you feel safer having the helmet on. Exactly. You know, it's kind of like that now. So it's interesting that some folks don't even give any kind of empathy to it though. You know, how can you not see that humans are like, we're really in fear right now. Like this is really happening. We're all the same. Yeah. And then people go in the grocery store and just act like everything's normal and be like, man, this wasn't on sale and stuff. It's like, do you know how people, how hard people are struggling to like make all this happen right now? Yeah. Like, it's pretty exhausting to just go back to normal but it not be normal, you know? Yeah. Because that doesn't work, right? It doesn't work like that anyways, but it's like this idea of it all being normal again when normal never existed but it definitely ain't normal now. 
But yeah. to act normal is kind of ignorant. It's kind of disrespectful too to some people what they're going through, what they're thinking about right now. Most people, like if you walk by them, you ever think about what they're thinking about in between their ears? But they're probably thinking about some wild shit. Maybe yeah. something similar that you are too maybe. Definitely. You know, no, maybe I, the silent majority is right there and we're all thinking the same thing. I might speak up and be like, hey man, stop yelling at the cashier. We all hear you right now. It's not cool. You can't do that in their house. Yeah. If you came, if you, if I came into your mom's house and just started yelling at her, would that be cool? Yeah. You know, and then people sometimes get upset when I say that. But it's like, no, I'm not trying to pick a fight. I'm just saying, man, it's all our business now. Chill out. Some people want to fight over it. Yeah. Some people go, oh man, I'm embarrassed. There, he's right. And all these other people are looking at me, like they agree. So yeah. maybe I should be shamed a little bit just to like get the point. Maybe not come off so strong and zesty. You know, right, right. I had that happen to me recently for like, dude, a good couple of hours. I was just in this weird headspace because I got like checked or like, hey, man, sometimes you come off weird. Even if you like your weirdness, you come off weird. And for you to be ignorant to that is kind of shocking to some people because they don't want your high energy. They don't want this extra help. They just want the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's you have to find what people like, too. Right. It's not really just me. But I also have to realize that. So that way, maybe I don't have to make someone, I don't know, butt heads with me for no reason. Right, right, right. Just because that's who I am. Like, So it's really interesting in the world to have our identities and shift throughout the day to become like this identity that stands for Black Lives Matter. And then this identity that uh, is pro-vaccination. Everyone should mandatory get it. And then this other part of our identity that's like, but I don't know, mandatory vaccination is weird. Like we all like shape shift throughout the day. Right. You can watch people's posts online, especially on Twitter. Like people's thoughts change like literally momentarily. Like we all know. Right. And, and that's we're always focusing on something else. And we might chew on it and think completely the opposite in three days. Do we have to go back and delete the tweet? maybe we shouldn't have tweeted it because it's meant to be chewed on in the mind only you know until you maybe discuss it with someone and they go nah man I don't know about that and then you work it out together of what is actually acceptably like maybe real you know yeah no I mean to add on like it's I mean I know like I've said like asshole things too and it's like after I say it it's like oh like now I realize how, how much of an asshole I I was acting and then once I just said something, it was like, oh, okay, now I'm realizing, like, I'm just in this, like, situ- weird situation. Like, just, you know, ease back, calm down, whatever the case is. And I think, ju- yeah, just people talking it out is what people need now. Like, I think so, too. It's it's very helpful just to have someone to talk about things and, you know, just say whatever comes to mind and, you know... It's just like free-flowing kind of thing. Bouncing ideas off each other. Yeah. Iron sharpening know. iron. But yeah. sometimes you come across a certain folks that are completely one way. Right. One-sided, maybe too off balance. And it, it immediately comes across, if you don't agree with the way I already come at you and think about this, then you're wrong. And I don't respect you. In fact, you could just go be put in a cage. Like people go to that level. They yeah. don't ca- literally have no regard for your well-being like as if you're an animal, like as if you're not uh, a human being, you know, sharing that space and that conversation at that time. It's pretty right. appalling. It's very common at, at the hardware store in Reedley, California. Anyways, it's very common. But it's also very common that some people are just, I can tell they're the silent majority, meaning like they feel certain type of ways, but they're just trying to just keep coasting by until we figure all this out. We're just trying to figure this out. We're just living, you know. 
Some people are like, I know what's going on exactly, and you don't know what what's going on. Let me tell you what's going on. No, 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 no. Don't even think about that. I'm telling you what's going on. You're crazy if you think that that's real. I'm telling you what's real. You know, right. that's happened so much in the last year too. So in little conversations, it's like, dang, like who do I believe? Well, how about none of them? I'm yeah. going to develop my own philosophy here. You know, because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Or and I think that most people have been trying to do that the last year. The yeah. silent majority, whatever that means, they've been developing their own philosophy and how they feel. And if they're skeptical, if they if they rather just comply, it'll give less headache to their life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I get it. I get all of it. And I'm partially all those parts uh, periodically <laughs> yeah, throughout the month, you know? Yeah. You just want to, you don't want to deal with all of it, but it's just like it always somehow comes into play. I mean, it's, that's what life is. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's coming out as fast. Yeah. It's just, that's the norm in a way, even though I don't know what the normal was before. Yeah. We're just trying to find some sense of regularity. Mm-hmm. Like we're like in transit and space travel right now or something. We don't know exactly how long are we there yet. You know, is it going to be like Earth? Like you know, it's kind of like that. It's all been up in the air. Yeah. Like we're on this trip. We're like I don't know how it's going to be. And it and and I'm fully able to finally be like you know it may never have a sense of stability. Maybe that's our world now. It's yeah. constantly flux and really maybe might not work the same way in another ten years. You know. Our economic system may change. You know, yeah. I don't know. We yeah. don't know. Right I, now, everything's pretty up in the air. You know, it's scary to think about ten years from and now. to invest in like Bitcoin and all these things. Like, is it? Should we do that? Like, you know, people have these all these thoughts throughout the day, and I do too. So, listener, I hope that you enjoyed yourself listening to Javi and I talk a bunch of shit. Thank you again, Javi, for coming through, bro. I appreciate you. And if you enjoyed the show today, definitely check us out. We got a bunch of other episodes out there, like 62 of them or some shit like that. And if you like clips, I've been posting a shit ton over there on Instagram at symbiosisnow.podcast. If you want to find Javi on Instagram, I'll leave his link in the description. And if you're inspired by the show to have a conversation, get out there and go do it. I really think that it would help make our world a better place. Or hey, hit me up and come on the show and sit across the table with me so we can talk. We're going to keep the good vibes rolling, and we hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast.